Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Flirt Nabisky, a.k.a. The Wounded Warrior. I, um, I got an injury I'm, I'm fighting through right now. I'm fighting through like, you know, Dirk in the Clutch. Um, and to my left is my co-host, as always. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Ali Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, a.k.a. Scheming A. Smith, a.k.a. that little baby who's tired. Of what? I'm tired, boss. Uh, just in general? Because we can talk about it real quick because I, I have a rant. I am tired of the consequences of my own actions, friend. See? I am fucking tired. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm t- I, too, am tired of the consequences of your actions, but we'll get there later. I am tired because I'm trying to figure out how all of these people who seem to have their lives together have time to sleep because like all the people who like work out and work out in the morning, make sure they're reading new books every month. They're, you know, getting in with their spirituality, whether it's through church or through meditation and for eating healthier and they're still working. And then they have their side projects. When the fuck do you sleep? I don't. Because- I'm exhausted. I'm literally. Okay. So here's the thing. Because somebody stopped me today, and they're like, Alex, you don't have on makeup. So what's funny is that going to work, I only put on makeup for work if I have something going on after work. I'm not about to sit there in this office with these people all day. With a face. With a face, because honestly, it means I have to wake up an hour earlier, and I don't want to do that. There's a lot of days where it's like, shit, shower, shave, and take my ass to work. I only live 15 minutes from my office. So if I'm not waking up an hour earlier to put on a face unless I absolutely have to, and that's typically because my I have something going on either after work or after running errands on my lunch break or something like that. I really, like, no. So I ran into somebody who I don't work with, a friend, like, outside of work. They're, like, on my lunch break. They're, like, you feeling okay? It's like, I'm just not wearing makeup. Like, and I don't look bad without it. You're just not used to seeing me. And it's because I'm fucking busy. And on top of being fucking busy, I'm tired. So, I had I took off today, right? Because Did you? And didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like I took off at all. I literally <laughs> was running around all day doing other shit. <laughs> for like, my, for this podcast, for a couple of organizations I'm involved in. Literally took off today. It was like, oh yeah, you're still working. I took off my nine to five, worked on my five to nine. And I'm still tired, but you know what? I'm grateful for the opportunity to be tired. Um, I'm working on practicing gratitude. We can't. This ain't just one. Of, right. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be tired. That means that I have things that I want. I care enough about to put my energy into. So, this is not me complaining. This is not me. This is not what was me. If y'all know me, I know I don't like niggas feeling sorry for me any goddamn way. But shit. I done hurt myself coming into this damn studio because the mic stand and attacked me and shit. It just, I, yeah, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And literally, like, you're on the phone, so I can't, like, I can't even, yeah, like. Yeah, I had to take a work call, so I'm looking up, and I'm like, is everything all right? Like, what's going on? I come back with a Band-Aid on. You're like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, the mic stand attacked me. So <laughs> if, if anyone's wondering, that's how my day is gone today. 
But how was your weekend? Um, this week was pretty chill, actually. Um, I was on call for work on Saturday, so I didn't do. Actually, I stayed in the house. Um, kiddo wanted to hang out in the house this weekend, so he um we kicked it in the house on Friday. Saturday we went over um Shorty's house. Um, he had his nephew and his little brother there, so niggas was in the basement playing video games and hang, doing little boy shit while I'm on the phone handling emergencies for my client. And it's just, it was really chill. Sunday, I didn't do much. Um, yeah, this weekend, I stayed in. Like, I just, I needed a break. I needed some rest. I needed to get my get my shit together. And because this weekend is going to be nuts. We are celebrating a thousand accomplishments. I have slid in a couple DMs and a couple text messages regarding a couple things. So if you have, please respond back to me. Actually, by the time this episode drops, like, Y'all should know, like, what type of time we on. So I'm excited. I don't even know what type of time we on. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. No, I did. I talked to you about this. Um, We're celebrating accomplishments all weekend. So I invited some of our closest friends down to to celebrate. Um, Shout out to Jay uh, and our graduation. Burr, 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 burr. Um, that takes precedence to me. Um, because you turn, you, you, you turn a year older every year, right? Right. It's very few. God willing. God willing. The year you don't turn a year older every year, it's gone. So God willing. Um, but you, this is a, a a rare accomplishment. You get your master's. Everybody ain't getting master's. Everybody getting bachelor's. Everybody, everybody's not getting master's degrees as a black woman. Um, so take, it takes precedence. I'm playing the back role. Uh, This ain't about me. This ain't about me at all. I'm, I'm, but your birthday's next weekend, friend. So no, about me. no good deagles. Like you're not going to be left out. There's no way. And we are going to make sure that your birthday is special. We, we are going we to celebrate to, listen, you. I was, I was, what I was, do you want to do for your birthday, I was, friend? I was I had dinner with beloved. Besides um, making me spend money, what do you want to do? I don't want to listen. I had dinner with beloved, and I told I told her I was like, I mean, we we got we ain't really got to do lunch tomorrow, and you would have thought I cussed her out. Right. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we ain't really got to do much for my birthday. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's whatever. Like, y'all niggas, you know what I'm saying? Got it. And you would have, I'd have been, I'd have had a better response if I like cussed her out. Cause she was like, excuse me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, look, man. Um, I want, I, I need a new wallet. <laughs> okay. Um, I need, I need, I need a gold cross chain, <laughs> and I, I would like an Apple Watch. Any, okay. Anything else is is whatever even even if i don't get those things i will be grateful for reaching another year of life but for those who've asked me okay like calvin what the fuck do you want because i'm also really weird about like asking for things or telling people to buy me gifts because it's like that's not just it's not in my personality normally right so for those who have asked or was like okay nigga what the fuck you want i need i need a new wallet i've had this wallet for way too long um a gold cross necklace because I feel like I, I feel like I need that. You do. And if y'all want to pitch in to help me get the Apple Watch, that's fine. Okay. Other than that, man, I just need good energy. That's all I need. Peace, happiness, and blessings. And if you want to donate to my cash app, please. Because oh, bills mean... bills are a thing. Those are and bills are beating my ass. That bitch got hands. <laughs> I mean facts. So <laughs> Um, friend, you want to just go ahead and leave, right, get right into it? Because this week has been a hot, holy fuck nut of a mess. Um, yeah, because I didn't really do too much this weekend. I watch, I watch a lot of sports. I watch UC 
fumbled a bag twice in in, <laughs> in back to back games. Oh, you're uh, talking to me about the sports. And that's why that's why it's gonna be a quick quick little recap because my weekend was mostly about the sports. Um, sh- and planning for all the events that we have coming up. Uh, CYB. By the time you hear this, our CYBP anniversary will actually already have happened. Congratulations, guys. Um, but planning for that, planning for our live show, all of the things that go into that live show, planning our merch, all of the things that go into that. So yeah, so white, and then we've got a couple other things that are kick off at the top of the year. So it's like everything yeah, so, has to. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that I think about this saying a lot in my life, and it's so relevant today, especially because I, I again I'm exhausted. I am tired. I tell people this all the time. If I make plans with you during the week, I mean on Tuesdays, like after I record or in between recording, I love you, bro. I love you. Listen, um, because no <laughs> Tuesdays are my longest days. I typically don't get, like, the sleep that I need because Mondays are Mondays. And I'm wrapping up typically the things that I need to handle on Sunday and couldn't. So there's a lot of errands. So not a lot of sleep gets done on Monday. And Mondays are my prep days because two days is such a long day. So, again, so if I link up with you on a Tuesday, especially after I'm done recording, bro, that's love. Because, number one, I'm tired. I'm tired walking into Tuesday, and then I leave my house at 8. I'm not getting back until 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I'm not going to see my bed before 11. Please, just, just, just understand the investment of time that I'm putting into you because of how long my days are. Yeah. Um, everybody, know, everybody know me. Like They don't even get mad when I tell them it's Tuesday. When they ask me to do certain shit, I'm like, it's Tuesday. They're like, yeah, you're right. Fuck, my bad. But anyway, so let's get to putting this week in rights because, hey, niggas, was wildin', and I mean that in every literal form. You want to start, friend? Where Where do we want to start? Where do we want to start with like? Let's start with Juice World. All right, okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 I think Lizzo is a hot take, so we'll save that. And Florida's Florida, so Florida gonna be Florida. Um, so um, Monday wasn't it? Wasn't it yesterday? It was yesterday, it was either Monday or Sunday, right? Uh, I think it was Sunday. Um, Sunday. Um, twenty-one-year-old rapper Juice World. Um tragically um passed away passed away due to a seizure that he suffered landing in um chicago's o'hare airport Mm -hmm. um there was there's never there's not been a confirmation on anything and i stress this before we get into what we we get into there's not been a confirmation on anything that has happened besides the fact he had a seizure and he passed away um and for someone who knows people who have epilepsy who've had who's had seizures sometimes it's not even necessarily the seizure itself it's like you fall out, and if you fall out wrong, you mean it's it's kind of like if you hit your head. Yeah, if you hit your head, or if you swallow, if you swallow, you try to swallow your tongue, like because it's so much that can go wrong after the seizure. That it's kind, it's almost like rolling the dice, right? Every time was it the actual seize, or was it the did he fall incorrectly? Did he hit his head? Um, actually, as a matter of fact, I've had um an elder of mine in my family pass because of that. Like they had a seizure, nobody was around to catch them, um, and they choked on their own saliva. So yeah, so um, um it, it's sensitive. Yeah, it's sensitive, it, and the reason why I stress the sensitivity is because the conversation around his untimely passing has been anything but sensitive. Yeah, it's been a lot of finger pointing and blaming and 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 the think piecing, and I really am trying to understand when do we get into the world where if I die, right? And I'm a celebrity. My body's not even cold yet before right. you start think piecing how I died. I think that, and again, that's my issue with it. My my biggest issue with it would be that because for me, it's like this. 
why how do i say this why don't we have more respect for the dead and the fact that like again and i touch on this a lot we know what these people produce we don't know these people intimately i know the art not the artist and to be frank i'm not gonna be the one who pretends i was the biggest juice world connoisseur of the world oh no i'm not gonna hold y'all juice world is kiddo's favorite rapper so I can't sit here and say that, like, I was unfamiliar. It's him, Trippy Red, a couple other little rainbow-colored rappers that I, I pay minimum attention to. But my son took an interest to it. So, you know, I listened just to make sure it wasn't, like... Super, super duper. Super, super duper problematic. Like, he knows the ones that are not welcome in this household. So if I if I send him a future playlist... Okay. <laughs> Future's not banned, but it's going to be one of those things where we have to sit down and talk about, like, content. Okay. And you will not be sending my 10-year-old a fucking future playlist. I'm asking. What kind of king are you raising here? I'm asking. I'm, I'm raising a balanced king because I know that his wonderful queen of a mother is also going to be able to add context and conversation to the bangers that future produces. So, so you can sit here and say, okay, so thought it was a drought. has some like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's some life, life lessons in there. Feds did a sweep. Stick talk. <laughs> Never mind. I was about to go real like real bad. I'm like, but there's like I wouldn't send him like real sisters. Please don't do that. I wouldn't send him bad. Like he would have to get to like 15 before I send him real sisters. No, because then you know what it is. Y'all are gonna program my son to already start running through line sisters. Yes, and absolutely. It's like Jesus Christ. Listen, I, and if y'all have okay, if the men in my life have their way, Kittle's gonna be an alpha. You if was, I have my way, I was like, you thought there was any other kiddo choice? would be an alpha, but I don't have a choice. I do have a choice. I, listen, there's only one option I'm paying for. You can do whatever you want to do. Don't come in my house with Sigma, but you can do, <laughs> come come in come in the house with the, with the crazy legs, man. He come in my house like that, guys. He gonna belong to the streets for real. But he has an option. There's only one. Okay, there's two that I'll support, and there's one that I'll pay for. So if he comes to my house in Alpha, just understand that, like, me and I'm um, putting this into the universe, my Alpha husband has, will pay for it. If he comes to my house to Kappa, I won't be mad, but you won't get my money either. Anything else, I, I, don't, I don't have it for you. I'm so sorry to this man. So sorry to this man. He gonna belong to the streets. Just like. And if mind. he comes to my house to Sigma, he gonna have to give me my last name back. If kiddo come if kiddo comes in the house as a member, if I beta sigma fraternity incorporated, I am no longer his uncle. No, he can't come to my house. As a matter of fact, he gonna have to figure out school too. I'm not paying for that. Sam, go, go ahead. Go I ahead. spent this money, and this is what you spent. You're I, clearly not learning. You're the proper. not learning anything. <laughs> but that's like me coming home with Zeta, with my two Delta sisters. And Jay, Jay will cuss you out. Jay will cuss you out. Your sister will cut you out. As a matter of fact, she'd block me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like she would block me. She'd be like, "Bitch, I, I just, I know you didn't." But anyway. bring and that's back. no slander. That's no slander. Everybody has their preferences. We Some have. Y'all chose wrong. <laughs> hey, anyway, never mind. Yeah, um, how am I hating from outside the club? You're yeah. absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, I was about to be like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Anyway, um, so I keep track of like my son's interests just to make sure that we're on track. And you know, there is you can't block all the problematic shit in the world from your kids. And honestly, I don't think you should, right? So me knowing that this is kiddo's fave, he has an interest, this is what he wants to do, right? Um, I'm careful. 
And so when I found out that he passed, it's for me, Juice World is like Braylon's Beyonce. Excuse me. And uh, he, um, that's his Beyonce. So imagine me hearing the day, the day that Beyonce passes, y'all gonna have to pick me up off the flow. And I'm like, damn, I should be the one to tell kiddo. So I call him upstairs and I'm like, hey, son, your Beyonce died. And his little eyes got watery and his little lips started to quiver a little bit. And it was just like, but mom, he's he's your age. And I said, no, he's a child. Which makes it even worse. Um, And I explained to him, I said, you know, these are the consequences of drug abuse. And that's it. Like, I didn't get into the details and nuances. And I was like, you know, we all make decisions. This was one that he chose. And because of this particular decision, he's not able to be amongst, he can't live in this realm anymore, is what I explained to him as. So, very careful. There's two things. A, I want to make sure that he understands that this consequence in particular is 100% preventable. If it's drug-related, it's 100% preventable. So, yeah, I'm going to say that to my son. But also, all actions have consequences, and you are ultimately the master of that destiny. So I got to give my son a life lesson. So, I mean, we don't, we prefer not to have to give him this life lesson because we, we, don't, we don't want anyone to die. A um, couple things. One, um, this, the generation younger than us, right? Or like the generation like 10 through you know, 17, right? Right. Um, a lot of their faves are dying. Are dying mm-hmm. before our faves are dying. Mm-hmm. Like, um, my, one of my profiles said, like, I hate, I hate having to keep explaining to my kid that his favorite rappers keep dying. Cause like, FXX to Tasha Ocean died and then Juice World died. He wasn't welcome in my house anyway. But like, in general, like, Little Pete, you know what I'm saying? Right. Never one of those like 21 year olds. And like, so if you are, have access to anyone in that age range, check on them because. Mm-hmm. It's it's similar to like growing up a hip hop fan in like ninety four, ninety five, ninety six, and Biggie and Tupac are, are dying, and all these other rappers are getting shot. It's similar to like you know, those are the things that we sometimes um, discount that because we don't understand that because we they're not our faves because we're not we're not the audience that they make music for, so we sometimes discount that. But if you have a little brother, you have a a a, a son or a daughter who's in that age range or a little sister or anything like that, like check on them. One, two, the power of a tongue. The right. power of a tongue is, is um, something that I think we oftentimes discount. Um, I mean, he made a song says like talking about Mac Miller at triple X and a couple others is like, what the fuck is a 27 club? Now, nowadays we're not even making it past 21 and like called his shot and it's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up that like it was a self fulfilling prophecy, right? Um, so you have to be. We have to be mindful of the power of our tongue. Um, and the third thing, kind of going about going back to what you said about like the drug abuse. Um, again, nothing has been confirmed. This is everything is conjure rumor and sources have said right shit. But it was it was rumored that like he swallowed multiple Percocets on the flight. Yeah. I heard that too. To hide, like, to either whatever, whatever to hide them from the feds because he knew he was landing in an airport or whatever else. And also, again, we only know what he produces, but he he in the songs that he has produced, some of his lyrics are, 
hearken to hardcore drug abuse. In interviews, he has said that, like, he started taking lean when he was, like, 12 years old because his favorite rappers were doing it. Um, that permeates. And, right. and it's one of those things where... Um, but also, I think there's there's a couple things to that, right? Your favorite rappers are taking drugs, so you think it's sweet, right? And... To at no point am I ever putting the responsibility of future to be the moral compass for my son, so to speak, right? Because when I think about lean, I think about future, I think about Pimp C, I think about, you know what I'm saying? DJ Screw, we talk about like... You know what I'm saying? I think about the, like, and trust me, I was listening to that shit too. Back in the day when lean was like cool to do, I've, I've been known to sip a little lean here and there. I've done that. I stopped because, A, I didn't like the feeling. I was like, oh, this is a lot for me like okay but also some of your favorite rappers who say they are on lean were actually on heroin but that's neither here nor heroin but i don't want to talk about it <laughs> i i was not but but some of your favorite rappers who, who they claim oh i'm just slipping no they're on they're on heroin bro like you could tell the difference but continue right so but when i think about it it's like okay at what point as a parent are you reinforcing your values Right. Because shit, I listen to a, a, a shitload of future. Am I really out here dogging bitches like that? Questionable. Depends <laughs> on who you ask. Depends on who you ask. But also, you know what I mean? A lot of that, again, is I'm not leaving the, the only influence on my child will not be just what he consumes musically. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is about being a parent. All right. You can't shield. Like I said, you can't shield all the toxic shit that your children consume or your mentees or whomever consumes around you. But you can't steer them in the direction that is correct. You according you to can, your moral you standards. You can add context to what they experience. Exactly. Um, if you are depending on any entertainer to be a role model for your children, you have already lost. Yes. Any... LeBron James, Rihanna, Beyonce, whoever you want to, Serena, whoever you want to, like, put that on, it is a bonus. It should not be an expectation. It should not be a requirement. It should not be even a rational thought that, hey, this person's not being a good role model. Hey, that person doesn't have to be a good role model in their contract. And there's no line item that says I have to be a good role model to your kid when, when it comes to me getting paid for my job. Right. Stop. And and I think we really need to take a look into that, right? Because it is not Future's job to raise my kid. It is not. I'm not expecting Cardi B to influence the na the the nation. That's not their job. They're doing their job. Raising my child is not Future's job. When we and he's just the most problematic rapper I can think about right now. But insert any of them. It's not their job to be the moral compass or be the moral high ground for what I'm instilling in my child. This is good old-fashioned smoke and shake your ass music, son. That's or daughter or whatever. This is it. This is what, you know, my mom has a category for all this shit. These are strip club anthems. That's it. This is specific, very specific and tailored to the environment that you're going to walk into. That's it. And, and you know what? Rest in peace, Juice Roll, again. Um, I hate that this is how your story ends. Um, um, and for anyone who's a fan of Juice World, you know, like our my thoughts and prayers are with you, um, his family, his friends, right. anyone who was impacted by this stuff. Because agreed again, and, and it's it's a tragedy whenever someone that young, twenty one years old, and just turned twenty one too, right, passes. It's a tragedy because 
there is no natural cause for dying when you're that young. Right. No matter if you die of cancer, bullets, d- overdosing, random nat- occurrence. There's no, it's not natural. It, it upsets the no, order of life. Yes. When it you goes die against, at that age. It goes against the rules of nature for a parent, a parent to, to bury, bury their the child. So, rest in peace, brother. Um, I hope you find whatever you were looking for um, in this life, in the next life. What's next? Amen. Um, so, Miss Universe is a black woman. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. I want to make sure that I get her name right because... Um, um, while, you, while you look up the names. Um, yes, her name is Zazobini. Tunzi. And if we are mispronouncing that. Please help me. Please help me, God. Charge it to the, to the head, not the heart. And not only is she a dark-skinned black woman, she has a short haircut, and it is 4C. And for me, I think for me, a lot of it has to do with the fact that, um, damn, I'm not getting teary-eyed. So this hair journey of mine has always been mine, right? I've rocked weave down my ass, box braids. I have had every hairstyle, short pixie, relaxers, natural, all of it. And hair has always been my favorite accessory. And so right now, if you've, you've seen me lately, it's, you know, got this little TWA situation working. You know, I keep it tapered, but I'm, I'm in the process of growing my hair back. And which has always been the most tumultuous process, beauty process for me, because it's the most, it's a time where I feel the most insecure for me. Right. Um, Miss. Universe makes me feel very seen. And she's absolutely stunning. And it's it's not to bash weave or, or synthetic hair or anything like that because I wear it. Hell, I'm looking at wigs right now because I refuse to be smacked when my hair gets to a length that I don't I can't I can't tolerate, right? So Miss Universe makes me feel like I don't know. Not to not to use her to fill my own voids, but she makes me feel like I'm not as bad as I think I am or I don't look as bad as I feel or, OK, my hair, I look like a Brillo pad, but it's still there's still beauty in that. And so and then I looked and I'm like, all right. And Miss Black, who, who else is there? Right. We miss Universe is black. Miss America is black. Miss USA four, is the, black. Miss Teen USA is black. The top, and, the top four is um, we're all black women. And then Miss International, in um, which I didn't know. I didn't even was, know that was a, a thing. It's a competition a... for actually trans women. And she's a black trans woman. So it's like we're finally seeing, not finally, but the beauty of black is getting its recognition on a global stage. And it really does warm my heart. And the, none of these black women, as I'm looking at them right now, the only thing that they have in common is that they're all petite, which I know evolution right and that comes to one of our topics a little later right Mm -hmm. but honestly they all different shades of black different styles of black um i want to say miss um miss black uh miss usa she wore her fro when she was passing her crown so she wore her fro out in honor of her grandmother when her elders who passed to say that there is still beauty in being black like there's this is beautiful because it's black and because it belongs to me and in a in a world where being black Right. And being a black woman and so and black hair is controversial. It feels good to see somebody who looks like me. Get acclimate, get receive acclimation for things that I know I'm I, I find insecurity in. 
So me personally, I needed that. Um, which actually I'm gonna touch on it, and I don't know if I talked about it last week, but Bad Barbie has box braids, and a quick fuck you, right? Because I don't I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but a, a quick fuck you to everybody who is defending that and not really seeing the issue with it, right? Because everybody's like, it's not, it's just a hairstyle. Box braids don't grow out of your head, Alex. Like, you're tripping. And it's like, I'm not. I'm not tripping. Especially because I know we talked about it last week. Gabrielle Union just lost her job behind, you know, a... A, a plethora of things. A plethora of things. But specifically, what well, part of the complaint was she changes her hair too much. Her hair size is too ethnic. We can't keep up with that. As in comparison to her white counterparts. And so when you have black women not only losing their job for standing in the gap for other ethnicities, but also being profiled for their own. And you have women like Bad Barbie going on the Internet wanting, you know, quote unquote, clapping back for being dragged for wearing a, a, a culturally relevant hairstyle to black women such as black box braids. This shit is important. So a huge fuck you to the people who refuse to acknowledge that. Like you're refusing to see the importance. Box braids are culturally braids in general are culturally relevant to black women and culturally specific to black women. And the fact that we are always, whenever we, whenever black women take specific pride and ownership in something, y'all bash them for it. And I hate it because it's it's the expectation that we have to share our culture. We have to share what we have. And other ethnicities are, are people of color. Other, excuse me, people of color are not expected to share that too. If I was walking around this city with a bendy in the middle of my forehead, y'all would drag me, rightfully so, because it's appropriating culture, right? Culture that I don't take root in, culture that I don't share struggle in, culture that I honestly can't defend because I don't know, I, you know what I'm saying? On a specific level. So when black women are telling y'all that, hey, this crosses a boundary, don't get so defensive. Fucking listen. You're not listening. And at this point, I think it's willful ignorance because you're choosing not to listen because we've told you time and time and time again why this is offensive, why it hurts, and why you need to shut the fuck up when it comes to policing black women emotions. And to be honest with you, the, it, the, a lot of the dragging that I saw came from men. Of course it did. Of course, of fucking course it did. And I'm not expecting black men to specifically understand black hair, but I do expect you to defend black women. But it's a different rant for a different day. And the niggas that I know, I'm, and I thank God, thank God for the men in my life who get it. And it's and not even just the men in my life who get it because I'm their friend, but who get it because it's not hard. It's not rocket science. This is something culturally specific to black women. We don't mind that you have it. We mind being appropriated because of it, especially because when's the last time a white girl got kicked out of class for wearing her natural hair as it grows out of her fucking head? You've got kids literally sitting in class getting their locks, their locks cut off. And, 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 and remember earlier in this year, there was a wrestler who had to cut his locks off in order to perform to wrestle. Mm -hmm. When's the last time that's happened to a white kid because his bangs were too far in his fucking face? When's the last time a white girl got kicked out because she wanted to come to class with her wash and go? When's the last time that's happened? So, yes, I'm a little sensitive when I see white girls rocking braids. A little sensitive. You don't know what that struggle is behind that. And honestly, I hope you lose all your fucking edges. I'm done with it. That's my rant. But congratulations to Miss Black USA. I feel seen, and I am, I am so proud. But we knew that rant was coming. <laughs> like, we knew. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. Um, God, are you ready to jump into the bullshit that is Florida? Hey, yo. 
Because yeah. Florida has been, in the past week alone, Florida has been wilding. Florida has florided. Florida has florided <laughs> as any florided has ever florided before. So, and people wonder why we talk shit about you niggas in, this, in the sunshine state of Florida. Honestly, the Confederacy could have, like, listen, they could have kept y'all. They could have kept. We it. could annex y'all to Cuba right now. And I wouldn't shed a tear. So, here's the thing. Do I have any niggas in Florida? I don't think I have any. No, I had a nigga in Florida. He ghosted me. I I have no I have no ties to the state of Florida. I think about fuck, I, fuck, I ain't even got no hoes in Florida. Y'all can have it. Fuck their fuck their sports teams. <laughs> fuck fair. Oh. Listen, only person that we need to save from Florida is 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 Pitbull. Actually, you know, he's pretty unproblematic. We need to save him. He makes his little, his little. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, dale. Yeah, just save, just save. <laughs> we got to come in there and get people. He pit makes, pit. you know what, he makes Cubano music for white people. Yeah, he, it's like, it's, he makes gentrified Hispanic music. Anyway, so. Yeah, the, I remember <laughs> when Pitbull collaborated with Little John. <laughs> and that was a banger. It was a banger. Fair. Again, Pitbull's the only good thing y'all got. All right, so in the last week, <laughs> Florida has done be following things. Okay, so I'm going to start with, they're all fried. They're super fried. So Brother Nature got jumped in Miami. You know what? With Brother Nature. <laughs> with Brother Nature. So It hurts to say that, but come to find out Brother Nature was, was talking wrong. Back, was talking big shit. Brother Nature was talking shit. And didn't have hands. But... Here's the thing. I can't imagine a nigga who literally feeds carrots to animals. How do the animals not pick up on these bad vibes, bro? <laughs> Maybe he was drunk. He got he had to be. So so okay, for those who again aren't familiar with the story, because this story is actually fucking stupid. <laughs> so Brother Nature was in Miami. Um Again, we're we're all we're piecing this together with surveillance footage and cell phone camera footage and, and like witnesses, witnesses and, and 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 duct tape. You know what I mean? So super glued out. How? Apparently, he went into a Miami restaurant while they were getting close to closing, mm-hmm. um, and wanted to eat. Now, for the non-famous folks, we know that the close if 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 the shit closed at two in the morning. If you show up anytime after one forty, you're not gonna get served. You're not gonna you a you're not gonna get served. B if you do get served, you're probably gonna spit in your food. As as and C, you better take that bitch to go. Honestly, it's actually fucking rude. If I know that a restaurant is closing within an hour, like I actually try not to go. And, and we, if I do go, it's to go and I tip. Excuse me, I tip my service because that's fucked up. They want to go home. Like I remember. I walked into, because um, we was over in Kenwood after a movie, and, um, you know, everything in Kenwood closed when the mall closed. So, and the mall closed at like 10. Right. We got out the movie at like 9, 9.15, 9.30. And we was like, fuck. Only thing that was open was like Dewey's Pizza. We felt so bad walking in there, like, but like, we literally just got out the movie and we, we hungry. And like, like, we walked in apologizing and it was like, oh, we're so sorry, like. And and they luckily were nice. I'm like, it's okay. We understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? And sat us, served us. But we got up through. We ate quick and got up through because it was like, we're so, we're so sorry. Like, on some, like, we really don't want to do this, but this is the only thing that's open right. around here. So, Brother Nature pulls up. And because he's Brother Nature, he gets a little extra. You know, they actually decided to serve him. It was like, you know, we'll give you two we'll go. We'll show some love. Yeah. Show some love for you. Get, get to go, whatever. 
But then, according to witnesses and, and everything else, not only does he, you know, get a little buck with the, uh, with, with, the what, with the staff, and we've already touched on how sensitive we should be to retailers during this time yes. frame. Yes. But also, he tries to cut people in line. What? But again, I'm, we're piecing things together from the stories that I've been told. <laughs> and so apparently he tries to cut somebody in line, whatever, you know. And like, it's Miami. Everyone's like, nigga, I don't give a fuck who you are. Wait your turn, right? So argument of Seuss. Um, Brother Nature and his girlfriend or whatever the case may be. Um, and I did see a video, a video of Brother Nature pointing to two people saying like, dead man, dead man. What? Yeah. But the problem with this entire oh, he's wild. The pro- no, the problem with this what? The problem with this is because these videos came out of order. Oh yeah, yeah. So we the first video we saw was a brother nature getting mollywopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like not defend, not really fighting back, like not really defending himself. He just did he even pinch the bitch. You know what I'm saying? So we fucking like, damn, niggas really out here jumping brother nature. Like that nigga ain't do nothing to nobody. And then. The nigga who we saw the videos from a nigga's Twitter account mm-hmm. who post who beat him up, caught chasing. Yeah, that's an entirely different story because that nigga's still a lame ass nigga to me for posting videos of you beating up somebody, not knocking nobody out. Because mind you, this, you have free you have free punches, you have free reign. Where I'm from, if you have free reign, you don't knock somebody out, you weak. Yeah. So he posted from his own Twitter account, dry snitching on himself, and then like the same Twitter account where he's. Actively selling lean on the internet. Wait, what? The dude. Not... <laughs> There's so much about this story. I just again don't because know. you know why? Because Florida is trash. <laughs> okay, so dude who who's, who's fucking up brother nature, and another dude, one of the dudes who's fucking up brother nature, dude who posted the shit on his Twitter account, also on the same Twitter account, same be posting him with the with lean like I got that I got the lean in for sale, whole wild shit. So then, I... so so here's here's another thing that made it worse. Then Talcum X comes in. Oh yes, I saw this. W E B the Beige comes in. I. It was like, like he's a goddamn equalizer. It was like we will find whoever did this for. It's very easy. The nigga posted the videos, and so everyone's like defending Brother Nature because again we're getting our information out of order here. I'm I'm seeing Brother Nature getting mollywopped. And I'm like, this, oh, this nigga's claim to fame is feeding animals. How is this nigga in the mollywop situation? I I didn't understand it. But then, and we all learned a valuable lesson here. That's why you don't jump out the window too early without getting all of the relevant facts. Because more videos that came out where this nigga, Brother Nature, was talking like he was a mob boss. <laughs> and I'm like, you cannot talk like you're a mob boss and not have hands. I mean... That can be expressed on, like, the Brother Nature level and y'all niggas. Because I've seen it. I have seen it with my... Y'all talk it's a lot so, of it's, shit. Shout, it's, it's my homegirl, my, shout out to homegirl, don't fret. She said this, and I felt this. I felt this. It's so hard to walk away being a bigger person when I know the only way that you would learn is by, is by getting beat the fuck up. See, what's crazy is that I'm not above that, and I think that's really a, a character flaw of mine. I've been trying... What's, I thank God. That I've been working on this, right? Mm-hmm. What's all right? So y'all remember a couple episodes back where, like, I mentioned that I had a, an issue with a, a particular young lady in the city, and a motherfucker actually asked me, like, what was up with that? Because it was just like, oh, you. Because we were sitting on the phone talking, and I was just like, he was going through a situation. I was like, bro, like, 
she might need her head knocked the fuck off if she tries you again. And he was just like, it, it was a segue into the conversation like, oh, Alex, you're not about that life. You let Shorty walk. And it sent me through the roof because it's like, no. A, shit's still sweet. You know what I'm saying? Shit ain't sweet. Like, it's not. Let me rephrase that. Shit not sweet. Every time I've seen this young lady, he's been in a party. I'm cool, actual friends with the niggas that throw these events. I'm not going to disrespect their event. Let me catch Shorty at Chipotle. It's a different type of time we're going to be on. Hit her in the head with a bag of chips. <laughs> Bitch, how about this extra guaco? Bow. I'll be the next thing going viral, bro. I guarantee it. I don't play that shit. And that's literally, and it's not, right? As, but as, people, hear me out. A couple things. I, I feel like people think on-site has an expiration date. It don't. It does I just haven't seen you in, a, in an opportunity. I haven't seen shorty in a place that would not fuck up the bag for people i respect and i'm not the type of person i'm not selfish i'm not going to run your fade your well-deserved fade in an area that also impedes on other people and this also, is between it, you and me and also it's gonna get broken up quick quick ain't, ain't nobody really going eh. and so back to this shit so brother nature out here talking like a mob boss point at niggas then i guess his hood cousin or brother comrade whoever the fuck comes in the next day with with, the, with or later on in that day with with the IG video showing showing so tats brother nature and natural disaster <laughs> some brother nature and, and listen the next animal i need to see brother nature with needs to be a desert eagle <laughs> <laughs> like you're fucking or, playing or, or that 4 or 5 bulldog nigga <laughs> like <laughs> you're listen. fucking playing <laughs> and you in miami nigga you couldn't get a gator to chomp the nigga like you talk to these fucking a- animals, Doctor Doolittle. Why didn't the motherfucking birds fucking <laughs> shit pull on up? Niggas, like, I don't, man. I don't know, man. So that's step one in Florida is a hot fucking mess, and step two and step three are a lot more okay. um, depressing. So, so we got our jokes out with step one. All right. So there was a, a hostage situation that happened in in fucking Florida, and um, a UPS truck was actually hijacked um the robbers stole some jewelry i believe there's some money involved as well and i think it was like three thousand dollars worth of jewelry and like i think the money was also like four thousand like it was honestly the heist was underneath like maybe fifteen thousand dollars right they hijack a ucs truck ups truck and go on a high-speed chase with police the police i guess the truck ups truck gets stuck in traffic um according to like their news helicopter sky view and the police instantly start firing, right? There was a one police officer that fired, um, that actually tried to commandeer a vehicle. That civilian ended up getting shot and killed um, in the pursuit of this car. I mean, in the pursuit of the UPS van, right? So not only is this a... Um, and so there, there's conflicting reports about right. whether the actual robbers were shooting at the police. Right. And so not only was the UPS truck um, commandeered by the robbers, but they, it turned into a hostage situation because, because the, driver was, the still, driver was still in the vehicle during the, um, the, the, the heist. And the police opened fire on this vehicle um, without knowing if the, the UPS driver was a part of the heist, whether it was hostage, any of that. So... First of all, rest in peace to this young man. Um, can't I, I don't have his name. I don't think I ever got his name. But rest in peace. He, uh, I want to say his, his first name was I want to say his first name was Jorge, but I could totally and be so, wrong. I remember his like sister or like cousin like Yeah. So the something. second part of that is UPS actually issued a statement 
and thanking the officers for pretty much was just like sending condolences to the family and also thanking the officers for their service. And it was like, bitch, how tone deaf, insensitive. How many hands did that pass through your PR team? How many people read that shit and didn't be like, wait a fucking minute. We just lost our driver. Who was that was you know what the fucked up thing about that was? It was the first day. What? That driver literally just got out of training and that day was like his first day on the job. Yeah. The other fucked up part about that is instead of UPS, the big badass UPS, instead of them covering the funeral costs, they opened a GoFundMe for the family. Which is in the long list of it's like Again, capitalism is not going to save you. And these billionaires, no matter how much I love some of these billionaires and these billion and trillion dollar corporations, are not going to save you. Um, How many times have we seen, I mean, it was like, I saw um, a meme that was like, choose your fighter. And it was like four different celebrities, like with, with fans or followers reaching out, asking for help. Like, right. And instead of like saying, look, I got you. It was. One one of them was like, "Hey, Gina Rodriguez, um, can, can you help like a Latin sister pay for tuition for school? Like, can you right. like can you help?" And Shorty quoted it was like, "Have you tried looking at the Hispanic scholarship fund? Like, come on, Mama, let me do some research." Tone deaf. Um, Kim Kardashian um quoted somebody and saying, quoted somebody who added her like trying to show this man's story. About like, um, you know, he was he was go dealing with sicknesses and tragedy, and and somebody reached out to Kim Kardashian and was like, "Hey, can you help?" She helped by quoting a tweet and saying like, "Hey, if anyone wants to donate to the family, the, the GoFundMe link is in their bio instead of you know donating it themselves." Right. Um, Chloe Kardashian, because we're on the Kardashian train. Um, somebody added Chloe Kardashian was like, "Yeah, I really like them jeans, so I'm like working extra money." To get them, like working doubles and triples to try to get these jeans, and Chloe Kardashian just responded like, "Oh my God, that's so cute!" Instead of like, just giving Shorty a pair of jeans. And same thing with this, like again. UPS, or you know you- what it is? If you were going to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, God willing, from my mouth to God's ear, right? I pray that we this here podcast takes us to a level and and affords us the opportunity to give back in real ways. Like, really, I've always been a, a person that charity starts at home. So, I've always been the type where it's like, if I got it, my my tribe has it. And if you can reach me and I can do something about it, I'm going to. Also, and what, what, was, what, was, what was Beloved's size for his code again? Oh, speaking of which, funny story, guys. All right. So, A, thank you to everybody who reached out, was able to pitch in and grab something. I did get his code. Okay. Shorty got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? So I was getting to that, and I'm glad you touched on it. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're doing Secret Santa on Friday. Now, mind you, his girlfriend was in the hospital. I told you he had just started this job. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Is it funny, but it's... it's No fucking good deed, right? So he gets, you know, started a job maybe a month month or so after I did. He got no money. I told y'all how I bought his lunch before. Like, you know, helping out. I noticed that he was cold. 
got my coat, right? So I had a couple people hit me up like, hey, Shorty still need a coat. I got a coat. Um, shout out to the young lady who, oh my God, of course I don't I don't have her at at the tip of my song, but shout out to you, doll. I know you listen to the podcast. As a matter of fact, let me not be lazy. Let me look this shit up real quick because I want to make sure that Listeners, show love to the people who, who look yeah out. so hey shout out to torian because he said he was gonna look in his own closet to see if he had an extra coat so shout out to you i appreciate that um her name on instagram is problematic pity so what d fuck ever shout out to you baby girl she actually cashed at me a donation um towards his jacket um she's a she's a, a faithful and loyal listener so on behalf of the shoot your shot podcast yeah. like baby girl you are a listener you are loyal we, we thank you we, we thank, thank you. you we thank Tor- shout out to torian you know shout out to um i think uh, our, our our friends over at the uh adult sleep repeat podcast yes shout out to doug um everybody thank you thank you thank you um so i was able to get shorty coat um i was really really proud about this coat i had put it in my trunk and i was gonna make sure that he got it i was gonna make sure he had it and so i walk in monday because he wasn't there friday so i walked in on monday and i'm like hey uh supervisor person lady where's where's shorty like i I need to talk to him about I something. I need to talk to him about something. He's like, oh, well, I don't know what's going on. And then I noticed that, like, his region got reassigned to me. Ooh, yikes. And my secret Santa got switched. Yikes. So I'm like, wait a minute. Wait. What the fuck is going on? And he was just like, oh, well, he's out. Um, this is his consecutive miss. So. No, he, he no call, no show. Yeah. And you, if you no call, and no you're show. within your first 90 days, That's like, that. it's really a no-no. So. I'm like, well, I, I tell her what I had, what I planned for him. And he was just, she was just like, Alex is really, really sweet. And so I'm getting with HR. All is not lost. I'm going to get with HR. Even if I have to, if they're not comfortable giving me the address, have them ship him the code, you know what I'm saying? And then just put my name and information from the Shoot Your Shot fan, like not fan club, but Shoot Your Shot family um, that we were looking out and that we had his best interest in mind. So I don't want y'all to think that y'all donations because, yeah, because, went in vain. Because even, even, I mean, you know, you know, first 90 days probationary period. But it sounds like boy got a lot going on in general. Anyway, so. And now he just lost his job. Right. Shorty, I do believe that he, he needs that, right? He, he needs that. He needs somebody looking out. And we all do. Like, we all need somebody that's got our back when we can. So, um, shout out to y'all for being supportive. Like, that means a lot. So, back to Florida. <laughs> Because we're not done with you, Florida. Right. Listen, so, I got the whole clip unloaded for you, Florida-ass niggas. So if that, if the cherry on top of those two wild-ass events wasn't fucking enough, George Zimmerman is actually suing the family of Trayvon Martin. For $100 million. And my first question was like, for the fuck of what? And so and so in the in this lawsuit, he's, he, he's filed against Trayvon, the family, the Trayvon's lawyers, all of that. He's suing them for libel, defamation. Um, he's he's saying that like they lied on his name, so now he's not able to make a, a like a living wage. So like punitive Boy, damages. Boy, fuck you. And and so you you had your rant, right? And technically, passed through. <laughs> all right. So for all of the residents of the not so great state of Florida, why is this nigga still alive? Please, all y'all ran up on how many motherfuckers? And y'all, George Zimmerman still got breath in his body. Y'all ran up on Brother Nature. Y'all y'all ran up on XSS. y'all ran up on punk ass Brother Nature. Y'all ran up on XSS Tatashion. Y'all ran up on Kodak. Y'all ran up on countless other niggas that just aren't famous. Y'all shot matter. at when at pregnant a pregnant young Miami. Y'all y'all have run up on literally everybody. However, 
George Zimmerman's waste of space ass is still alive and able to do bullshit like sell the murder weapon that he used to kill Trayvon Martin for $250,000. George Zimmerman is still alive to be able to sue the family of Trayvon Martin for $100 million, even though it's 99% likely he's not going to see a dime of that. But however, if you do know how lawsuits work, that means they have to re-dig up all of this old trauma and bullshit from the old case because the old case is central to his lawsuit because he's saying that like the documentaries and the protests and the activism all have negatively impacted his life enough where he feels like need to sue people but, for a hundred million dollars. Okay, so here's the, go ahead. I'm sorry. So because of you, listen, Florida as a state has one of the worst gun laws. Florida, as a state, has one of the highest murder rates. Florida, as a state, has one of the most violent um, crimes like per capita in the whole country. However, George Zimmerman is still walking around untouched. Because George Zimmerman is still walking around untouched, I do not want to hear any big boy talk, any I'm from Miami, I'm from Dade County, you know how we get it down, from none of you niggas until George Zimmerman is no longer walking around untouched. Period. That is a PSA from me to you. From the Shoot Your Shot podcast. Oh, to yeah. I'm a co-sign that. To whoever is listening who's in the great state of Florida. So, if that nigga is not, un- that nigga is still walking around untouched. I do not believe any of you niggas are gangster. I do not believe any of you niggas are about that life. I do not believe that any of you niggas are really, really about what you say you're about. If that nigga is still untouched. If and any one of you niggas actually finally touch that nigga, I got something on your bail money for you. Appreciate you. Actually, I probably like will help start or, or fund the we GoFundMe. Will go, we for will that. we will help I start sure a GoFundMe for anybody who touches that man. So here's the thing, right? All right, and Trayvon we, Martin. We do not condone murder. Let me make sure I say that because I don't want to get jammed up. We said touch. We didn't say we, murder. We do not condone murder, but George Zimmerman needs to be touched, flat out. Um. So here's the thing. George Zimmerman is on his bullshit. He was also signing packs of Skittles. I, you know. Signing signing paintings of him. Yeah. Any fucking way. So, with that being said, Trayvon Martin's mother is actually running for a government elected position. In Miami-Dade in County. In Miami-Dade County. Trying to afflict, afflict real change. This is a real woman. And I, it made me think, like, how often do we have to do that? How often is it that niggas, not even niggas, but okay, when I think about when I think about um, Trayvon Martin's mother, I think about Emmett Till's mother, right? And how she was catapulted into activism because of the wrongful death of her son. And how the two situations very much so mirror each other. I think about Mike Brown's father. I think about um, yeah. I think, I think about all Jameer these parents, parents. Right. I think about all these parents and mothers and fathers that are now catapulted into being activists. You know, how do you go from having a nine to five job to now being an elected official because the laws that were set up to to protect you fail, fail. So now I have to go fix this shit myself. I don't get to grieve. I don't get to mourn. I get to get activated. I don't get to sit in my own sorrow as you rightfully fucking so if you ask me. Because my son's life was taken. So now I have to go out here and champion for laws that will prevent somebody else's son's life from being taken. We talk about the, 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 the toll that activism takes. Um, and it brings me back to Ferguson, actually. The activists in Ferguson are dying. 17. Se- systematically being killed. 
17 of them have died in since Ferguson has passed five years ago. 17. Um, and not I don't think there's a one of them that is a natural cause. If they've been lynched, like so. We talk about for so we talk about the cost of activism, right? Where it's like because no one becomes an activist without trauma. It's 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 terrible, but it's true. Like you generally have to be pushed by some sort of trauma in order to become an activist. For the most part, um, whether it's trauma that you suffered yourself, we talk shit about Taco Max all the time, but he did get his ass beat, and that's kind of what made him to go on with his life. We talk about we talk we talk about D Ray and and his problematicness, yeah. But 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 you know. I just I hate that it's got to be the traumatic, and and I understand that it's like whatever it takes, right? Whatever gets you motivated, whatever gets you out of the bed, whatever gets you out of the house. But it's also just like I'm tired of seeing black pain be the motivator behind change. That's actually, so one, speaking of Ferguson, um, one of the activists Ferguson, his name was Bruce Franks Jr. Um, he's a battle rapper who goes by the name of Oops, but his name is Bruce Franks Jr. So he was an activist that actually ran for a, a, a state seat in um, Congress, for uh, the state Congress for Missouri in, in one. And earlier this year, he had to resign his office because and move move away from St. Louis because he felt like if I stay in St. Louis I'm gonna die because of just the the the, the, ang- the anguish that he had to deal with anxiety that he had to deal with PTSD that he had to deal with from growing up in inner city St. Louis being in St. Louis when Ferguson hit to to then now you know what I'm saying having to be a congressman. Right, a state, a state senator, you know what I mean. So it's like that kind of reminds me of that story. He has a he has a documentary called St. Louis Superman, um, that is making arounds through the Sundances and the film festivals, and is a very very um highly critiqued film. And so it just kind of reminded me of that man. So like anyone who's been forced into an activist role or has chosen to be an activist role because they were inspired. By doing something, I think we need to treat them the same way we treat soldiers who went into the war after nine yes. eleven. Like, like they—that is a serious amount of PTSD. We ask black people, no, we don't even ask. We, we expect we, we, we expect it. We and, expect and, and, them and, and, to just eat. And if we don't, or and if, if people, we and if we choose not to, or if we choose to, like you know what, then it's like oh, you're not really down for the struggle. You're not really down for your brother and your sister because you're choosing to take care of yourself. I don't have to eat my trauma for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three squares a day to know that I experienced it and that this shit was real. I don't have to fucking do that. And we shouldn't expect people to have to do that as well. I I get tired of black pain always being served for breakfast, which is why these trauma-porn-ass movies irritate me and no okay shout out to doug i have not seen queen and slim yet i'm going to go see it sometime this week i promise even if i have to do it like friday afternoon before like shit gets thick for me like i will i will check it out but it's just i had this conversation earlier it's like there's a difference between historical relevance and importance and then trauma porn and a lot of the movies that are being made now are trauma porn police brutality movies are becoming a genre 
and I'm tired, and I will not support it at and, this point. And, and I'm not spoiling nothing. I did a really good job for it. But just know, Queen and Slim, for me, is in one of those movies I will only see once. Okay. I'm going to go see it. Because on one take, I for Queen and Slim, I've heard that it is like a, it's a romance, right? And on the other hand, I'm thinking, like some people are saying it's trauma porn. I'm going to go see it. And I've been really, really good about, like, dodging spoilers and, like, for instance, I, I haven't did. listened to one of my favorite podcasts yet because Maybe. I know there's a huge Queen and Slim spoil in there. So I'm going to go check I it out. I like I did a good job reviewing it without spoiling anything. I'm going to take it. But that, that was your perspective. I'm hearing differing things. So, I, again, I'm going to go check I, it out. I, I, and I told everyone, like, go see it for yourself. Like, I am not arrogant enough to think my opinion is the end-all, be-all of that movie go see it for yourself agree with me disagree with me i just know for me i'm not seeing that movie again i can't i i i, I personally cannot i appreciate you and what's next on wax friend florida's still trash niggas florida is fucking ghetto i actually would never move fam and y'all and y'all motherfuckers got hurricanes too on top of being fucked up <laughs> Get fuck out of here. I would take snow over the bullshit that happens in Florida all fucking day. Real quick, I'm going to touch on this so me and you can start arguing. Um, Cardi B actually graced the cover of Vogue. And I'm proud of my good sis. I've always been... Y'all know how I feel about my Cardi B. I'm, I am going to be a Cardi B stan, right? Um, and on the cover, she is actually with her daughter, Culture. And um, I'm, I'm proud of her. So here's why I'm looking at it and her cover story and all that shit and why it's like really, really. They could have did a better job with that cover, though. No, I loved it. I loved it. I fucking loved it. There was nothing about this that wasn't screaming Dominican mommy. Um, like it, it was just, not, it, for me, it was authentic. So for um, what I saw in it was just like. I, I think about how we met Cardi B, right? Intro to Cardi B, right? We had the Cat Stacks comparisons. And then you had DJ Self telling her she wouldn't go be shit. And DJ Self chose Mariah Lynn over Cardi B. And I still, I, ooh, it tickles me. I think that was the last season of Love & Hip Hop I really paid attention to and tuned in for because I fell in love with Cardi. And so to see her walk away from the show and become who she is right now is like, that's how you do it. That's incredible, right? So DJ Self said she wouldn't go be shit. Again, proved him wrong. People said pregnancy was going to end her career, especially because at first we were hiding it. And then we came, like when she premiered it, you know what I'm saying, on SNL, you know what I'm saying? We had this big ass belly adorned with her, her debut album, you know what I'm saying? Her problematic ass relationship with Offset. Um, it didn't. So to see why her daughter's on the cover with her with the same thing, she put her daughter on the cover of the same magazine. People said that after her fight with Nikki, she would never be able to do. And here she is on the cover with her daughter. Fam, she Harlem shaked her way out of a whole drugging men allegations and stayed. Yeah. <laughs> bro, Cardi B Teflon at this point, bro. She's on the cover with Vogue with her daughter with the things that people said would damage her career. Now, the whole drugging men thing, I'm never going to get behind. Like, I'm, I'm like not... literally like and like I can I can have duality. I can have I can appreciate Cardi for. So the obstacles that she has overcome. Right. While also being like, Cardi, you admitted to drugging niggas, sis. Like, I can't rock with that. You admitted to not writing most of your raps. Okay, cool, whatever. A lot of these rappers don't write a lot of you, their raps. You, you, you still, you still believe Offset, so we, sure. 
what we not only do you believe this nigga, you defend this nigga. And that's a different rant for a different day. And I'm not gonna do that because a lot of y'all are Cardi B out here. Listen, you it's absolutely okay if you choose to cheat, take back your cheating ass nigga. I too have been taken back. I too have done the taking back, okay? What you do, it, it wouldn't we wouldn't fucking care if we didn't fucking know. And that's the problem here. You're not leaving that nigga. You can leave your iOS press releases in your fucking drafts, bro. We know you're not leaving that nigga. We want you to, but you're not going to. You know what I'm saying? At least capitalize off it like Beyonce did. Give us, I would love a Bronx lemonade. I would love, what? <laughs> nah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be called Bacardi Lemon. I will take it. Bacardi Lamont, I see what you did there, nigga. But listen, I I would love a Bronx lemonade. Now the problem is, Offset tried to give us his four forty four before Ricardi B gave us her lemonade, and it, it didn't work. It did not work. Four forty four can only be done after Beyonce after the lemonade. Listen, it can't be done before. Car, but we knew. But see, it was crazy. Was it before or after? Because we knew that nigga was going to. She, we knew she was going to take him back. I'm just we about, knew you were gonna take that nigga back. We knew you were. But I'm I'm excited for Cardi's new album. I want to see. I think this album is really important for her because this album will decide her lifespan in. It's her sophomore album. What's in crazy? Celebritydom. But a lot of people sink during their sophomore album. It's a sophomore slump. The sophomore slump is real, and we see it right. And then the third album, you have to be born again and you have to reinvent yourself. You're not going to give us fucking Pink Friday Reloaded. Please don't. But, um, yeah, Nicki Minaj gave you stands three out three albums that sound exactly the same. Just just three? Because I'm like five. I'm a mom. I'm not a... I, I, I used to be a Nicki stan. I did. I, here's the thing. I'm still a Nicki fan to an extent. I want to see her give me something different. You are pushing 40, sis. And I'm not listening to Queen Radio because, honestly, Queen Radio is not for your fans. It's for your own ego because you only release when you've got an argument or, or when you're in the thick of shit. You're not releasing content because it's what your fans want from you. Like, it's an ego stroke. And I, I can't support my celebrity friend, my celebrities when they do shit like that. So, um, yeah, like, I just like to see artists growth and development. And I think it's hard to support, you know what I'm saying, things that don't do that. And it gets corny. It gets tiring. And I get tired of giving you my money. And so. That's like, I mean, and what's crazy is if Beyonce went on the run for the third time, I wouldn't go. Because this what you know. Bring the kids on tour. Find a babysitter for your husband. I'm not going to let you disrespect Beyonce. Like I want a solo album. I want a solo tour. Listen, Blue is her tour manager. Okay. And we listen. I I I was actually on a conference call with Blue. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. Let me stop. Um, but yeah, like I just think that our our faves, the standard that we hold our faves to. Um, again, we talk about the, your your the difference between being a fan and idolizing these people. So I just want to give a shout out to Cardi and let her know that I'm proud of her. Also, a real like cultural nuance is that the dress that she wore in her in like her cover story was by Oscar de la Renta, who's also Dominican, who also studied underneath a Dominican designer. So we see you. OK, cool. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the sophomore album because I want to see like, can she can she go back to back on niggas? I would like to see a back to back from Cardi. 
All right, friend. We've been tiptoeing around this topic. We really, really, really have because we're going to argue. We're going to find a middle ground in the middle of this argument because you're not completely wrong, but niggas aren't completely right either. So Lizzo. It's a bird. Continue. Attended. <laughs> stop. Lizzo attended uh, the uh, sports. Uh, so uh, <laughs> since it's a sports, I'll explain. Okay. Please. So everyone's favorite uh, BBW Lizzo. Um, <laughs> I hate you, bro. Attended a, a I hate you attended so much. a uh, Lakers I hate you game. So much. <laughs> attended a Lakers game. Um, it was the Lakers versus the Timberwolves, Minnesota Timberwolves, and she's from Minnesota, isn't she? Sure. But I mean, her, yes, Minnesota. Yes, Minnesota Vikings. Yes. Yes, I was like, I was like, no, I thought she was from Texas. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know, man. I mind my business, man. She's an industry plant. Anyway, um, so she was at the game. Um, she pulled up to this game in a big t-shirt. I'm not going to say the size because I don't want to be disrespectful. Stop! Why the fuck was that relevant? Because someone said it was 4XL. I didn't know if it was true or not. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I don't want to say it because I don't think, I don't know if that was joking or was it true. But she showed up in it. You could just say oversized t-shirt uh, and we would have understood. Okay, okay. An oversized t-shirt dress with the ass cut out. Okay. Shorty showed up to the Staples Center with the ass cut out. And then <laughs> proceeded to twerk on the Jumbotron with her ass out when um they play, I guess, one of her new singles or one of yes. her new songs. Um, right. Also proceeded to uh, publicly shoot her shot at Carl Anthony Towns during a sideline interview. I did see that. So Shooters going to shoot. Lizzo was busy during the Staples Center's encounter. Listen, Shooters going to shoot. I ain't mad at her. Defend her. Because <laughs> you know how I feel. Defend it. No, nah, let the people know. So, in my humble opinion, oh my god, Lizzo is a bird. Lizzo's a bird. I too am a bird. So continue. And I, and it's almost to the point where it's like, it starts being quirky and funny and and fun. It starts being annoying because it's like, why are you? You have received real accolades this year. Yes, like. My personal opinion on your music aside, if we if we're checking the scoreboard, you've won. Yes, you have eight Grammy nominations, and we could talk about how we sh- should or shouldn't give a fuck about yes. the Grammys. But in, the Grammys is like the NBA finals on paper. On paper, that's the biggest thing you can do as a musician. Right, you have eight of them. You you have had you have had number one hits on the charts for you've sold number one albums. Like, and this is coming from some, this was your big break year. So the accolades show that you have made it, sis. Why are you still doing attention grabbing things like you're still trying to get on when you're on? Why are you still birding when you don't have to bird? Yes. Okay. So we talk, right. All right. So we talk a lot about why we like Cardi, right? It's because she stayed authentic to her character. Uh Uh-huh. That does not mean that Cardi B is still swinging around poles. Listen, so Rihanna, so Rihanna, we all know Rihanna hates clothes. Oh Rihanna, yeah. Rihanna, if Rihanna could walk around naked every day, she would. It's been documented. She hates bras. She hates clothes. Rihanna has also been to Staples fifty eleven times. Go visiting her man Bramara. I'm convinced that Rihanna, Beyonce, and Savannah are all like a, a throuple. 
Yes, or they have joint custody of their of her husband. <laughs> They're like, all right, you take Monday, you take Tuesday, you take Wednesday. And you know, if I'm Brian Brown, I'm like, all right, cool. I can't lose. All right, cool. So she is going to see her man, Brian Brown, and she's been in Staples 11 times. She has never had her ass out at Staples. And so I think part of a reason, because I think I'm getting, not mad, because I don't really, I'm not mad at it. But it's like, stop comparing photo shoots, award shows, and IG posts in the privacy of their own homes or studios to having your ass out in a basketball game in public and sitting your bare ass on courtside okay, seats. Okay, so that's literally the only problem that I had with it was the fact that, like, you set your bare ass down on them cold-ass, nasty-ass seats, sis. That's Got a it. staph infection. That's it. You that's literally the only problem I have with it, all right? So, boom. Here we go, right? Now we get to the arguing part. because I don't necessarily take issue with Lizzo's ass being out because, but I also, I, I think there's duality in most situations. Her ass has a right to be out, but these jokes also have a right to get off, right? So, and, and, and people compare, like, we love seeing Meg Thee Stallion, right? We love seeing her ass. But we also called her outfits, wrestling outfits, for the entirety of, like, five months. Yeah, she months. understands that she dresses like Joe Mysterio. Like, like Ray Mysterio, you tried. You, you listen, tried. I, again, you tried. You the tried. sports. Don't she, know. She dresses, Don't like, she dresses like she's talented for the Intercontinental title, okay? And you know what? We can, it's a duality. We can get those jokes off and still understand that, like, people will pay to sniff Meg's air. People will pay to sniff Lizzo's air. But I guess the issue for me. Here's the thing, and I, I think I tweeted about this. There's a difference between confidence and overcompensation. And with Lizzo. It's teetering. We are teetering. We are towing that line. Lizzo is starting to become the male, the female version of that man who buys that big-ass motorcycle that with loud as shit because you know that he's lacking in other areas. So you got that big-ass motorcycle. That's, she's becoming that. Because, again, it's a pattern of behavior. The men who have tricked off on me the biggest have terrible sex. Terrible. And they understand that sex is not going to keep me there, but I'm going to pay Alex's bills. So you, you'll always have my attention. So, yeah, it's, it, for me, it's the same shit. And, here, and like you said, Lizzo, you can be authentic and then still not continue to pander to the things that may lessen or cheapen you. Right. If Cardi B was still stripping at the strip club, I would look at her strange. After getting a platinum album, you'd be like, after you don't need to do this anymore. After getting a platinum album, you were still swinging on poles. I, I, and, and it's, and it's I not, would ask and questions. It's not an issue about Lizzo having her ass off. But see, this is the controversy for me, right? It's not to me. It's not. It's it's, it's it, to me. It's a it's a lot about it's about time place and plus the outfit just wasn't good. It, it didn't. It wasn't. I'll be honest with you. That was the biggest. My biggest problem with it is that the outfit itself was tacky. And it was deliberately, like, and I can also say that, shit, it just wasn't my taste. I don't have to slander her. I don't have to make her feel less than. I don't have to do none of that shit. Like. Also, I also get tired of these new Twitter niggas who, who, do, who just joined the Twitter app in, like, 2017, 2018, and forgetting the fact that, like, oh, they pulled up an old picture of Azalea Base when she had her ass out in, in that uh, G shirt. Twitter rewrites history hourly. Fam, I was like, where, where were you, fam? We roasted her for days. We over let Azalea Banks have it. Over the outfit. We let Drea have it. We let, like, we, if the one place that these jokes where you're going to get a, a semblance of accountability is Twitter, because these niggas don't give a fuck. But 
I also think that Twitter, y'all rewrite history because nigga, and it is new nigga ass Twitter. The motherfuckers who weren't in there really shooting in the gym, like 2009, 2008 Twitter, when we were letting these fucking celebrities have it for being fucking trash. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Niggas was getting blocked. Blocked. Keisha Cole ain't unblocking none of us. Man, ba- <laughs> you, niggas almost drove Bow Wow to like a really dark place. <laughs> they did. They really did. So here's the thing. Actually, I got blocked by a celebrity. <laughs> I too have been blocked by a celebrity. You so, go like, why? Is, why? And you, I forgot why I got blocked. I was like, why does he block? Why does he block I, me? I, I, but, and then I searched his name. And my toes like, oh, that's probably why. That's probably why. But honestly, it's like this. We here's the thing. The reasoning behind why you don't like Lizzo or why you're choosing not to consume Lizzo's art or music is what makes it problematic, right? I didn't like the outfit because I didn't like the outfit. It had nothing to do with her ass. I just think that it was a little tacky for time and place. And it had nothing to do with the fact that, oh, there are children here. The shit that y'all let children get away with, now y'all care about the protection and safety of children. Never mind. But how many black and brown kids are... Never mind. Different rant, different day. Y'all don't give a fuck about kids. You didn't like the fact that Lizzo's ass was out. You could leave it right there. Let's not make it about the kids because y'all take y'all kids. So, so what was that in the Jumbotron? Like, I saw, I saw between. He was like, he was like, <laughs> y'all went where the kids were. Like, what about the kids? Like, it appears job to explain shit to kids. Like, but mommy, what was that on the Jumbotron? Son, that was an ass. That's an ass. Continue. You have a rear end. She got one too. She just chose to wear hers out today. That's it. That's all. Stop making it seem like it's about the safety and protection of kids you don't give a fuck about. Because it, it can't be Uchiwali one white. Because the same niggas talking about kids are here. The same niggas screaming, fuck them kids. So I don't want to However, keep However, Uchiwali and one Mike was on the same CD. So it could be. <laughs> it could be. It could be both. But they weren't played back to back. Nas would know what the fuck he was doing. But I think, so my issue is this. And I, I know where you're going, so I'm just going to speed up a little bit. Um, if I don't like something, and you tell me why I don't like it is because of fat phobia or whatever phobia or whatever is a some of that shit is is rooted in fat phobia. You, but I, here's the thing: I if, cannot like something and also defend somebody's right to have that access. Right? Personally, I didn't like it. That's not something I would personally do. And my, honestly, guess, the same dragging that I'm I would give Lizzo for this outfit is the same thing I would do to Beyonce. Beyonce fucking knows better. Listen, we. You know how happy we were when we saw Megan in, like, a dress or, like, pants? We were like, okay, you can switch it up a little bit. Go you. And so I guess my issue is this. Unless you can give me evidence otherwise, don't assume why I choose to not like something is based in an ism. Unless you can pull up receipts of other things that I have said right. that will prove but that point. Honestly, if I tell you, if I say, hey, Lizzo's ass is out, I, I ain't really fuck with it. And you come like, shut up, you're being fat phobic. No, because you clearly don't know me. Hey, so, listen, I've dated women bigger than Lizzo. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I've dated women bigger than Lizzo. So, like, you, everybody know, like, did he, I, I need curves on I've a woman. I've never seen you with a small woman. Never. Secondly, I... <laughs> In, in most people's eyes, thick. Shut up. <laughs> shut your. Shut your. You shut your ass up. Listen, I come thick. from. The, I come from the era where fat niggas had to be the funniest niggas because we had to be ready for jokes at Y'all any had given to be time. Funny and you had to smell good and you had to have some money. Listen, we came from an era like, look, you, you try to joke on the fat niggas. The fat niggas had jokes back. Now you joke on the fat. It's fat phobia. 
And it's only and it only applies. No one's yelling fat phobia when it's a fat man getting joked on. So here's the thing. Um, and here's my issue with Lizzo and why sometimes it's hard to defend it, right? Because it started to look less like empowerment and more like mockery. Like, here I am, a flat black woman, and my ass is out. I didn't have a problem with Lizzo posing nude. I don't have a problem it's with It's her Lizzo, Instagram. Right? I don't have a problem with Lizzo when you have to go to her page to see her naked. I don't. I didn't have a problem with that. Exactly, because that is... Some of this shit does feel a little... Forced. But here's the thing: if I'm going to it's her a, page, it's a lot of like why can't like we gave we dragged Lady Gaga for that meat dress, that raw meat ass dress you wanted to wear on the right. Because why here? Why now? Why on this? But platform? it's a difference when it's on the Instagram page. It's like because I had to make an active choice to follow you to see that. I can't complain on what you post on your page. I can't complain about that. Right. It's your content. If I don't want to see your content on your page, I have to make the choice to unfollow, block you. But whatever. on the same side. We, you have to do you do have to look into a little bit of the conditioning of why we're we're conditioned to hate black flat people we are society is not truly accepted i mean we're coming we're turning that corner now but we haven't fully are we somewhat we're getting it, it we're starting right size inclusion has been important in a lot of beauty campaigns because, the, for instance, take Victoria's Secret. They're not even doing an annual fashion show this year because they refuse to be inclusive. So sales are down. Engagement is down. We don't fucking care because you're not featuring models that look like actual women that are shopping in your stores. We're not, we don't fucking care. I guess I, I, guess I look at it like this, right? And... So wait, let me finish my thought. Okay. Right? So we are conditioned to not see fat people, see the humanity and acceptance of fat people. And especially because of how loud... Lizzo is about being fat black woman and happy. Lizzo told y'all she was this happy when y'all didn't even like her. You know what I'm saying? And it's like now she's twerking and playing her flute and staying authentic to what the what what gained our hearts and our attention. And we still don't like it because again we're conditioned to not like fat people, especially not fat women, fat women, especially not black women, especially not happy fat black women. So it is, there are a lot of factors there that, and I'm not saying that in this particular instance that we're rejecting her because we don't like fat people. Some of that, some, some of that is rooted, but it's a difference. It toes the line between, okay, are we criticizing this because of the appropriateness of the outfit? Are we criticizing this because it's a fat black woman living happy out loud? And and this is where I show evidence that uh, this people have stayed consistent. And this is where the Azalea Banks Drea, this is where reactions to other things that Lizzo has done on her own IG page. When she was out here twerking on a, with the flute at whatever awards performance, no, you know what I'm saying? No, no real backlash, like besides this niggas who backlash everything. When, but we, but we let Azalea Banks have it when she was out here with her jean shorts and her ass out. We let Drea have it when she was out here with her ass out. We let Drea have it every time it was Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> If you notice, her nigga always her nigga always is caught cheating or caught doing some bullshit in November, so he ain't got to go to Thanksgiving at her house. That nigga has time to cheat every year. Anyway, but so that's where I okay I get mad, and that mad is a very strong word. I get frustrated when we selectively lack logic and we selectively lack consistency. And I'm like, okay, if I show you that these people who have different body types than this woman still get flamed. Listen, Drea got flamed, and if and if Drea started the OnlyFans right now, the servers would go down. Down. 
Azealia Banks got funny because she's Azealia Banks and like she can't help it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want people to use context. Y- yes. Do we treat fat black people differently? Absolutely. I'm evidence of that. I had the the personality that you have, that you see through these airwaves and audio waves every week is because I got made fun of so much I had to start making fun of niggas back. I had to start, I, mean, I had to start getting a thick skin because I couldn't just go home and cry every every night because my mom wasn't having that shit. You know what I mean? Like even still today, like you know how many times people have told me, "Oh, you'll be so much better if you lost the weight." Yes. I can imagine. You know okay, I mean? so here's the thing. If you if anybody who's been around my family, I am the me and my twin sister are the smallest people in our family. We are. And Alexis is about 10 pounds lighter than I am. And so Yes, I can imagine the commentary and the the unnecessary, unprovoked, and un, like, like just overall fucking mean ass shit that has been said to you. I know what it feels like to sit at a table with my family, right? Me being smallest and watching my family be conscious about how they order food because we're in public. I've seen that. And my mom has been, has had gastric bypass surgery. So wait and wait. Weight loss has always been something that has been an uphill battle for her. Or if we talk about, and we can even talk about how many times, like, every, most medical professionals, if you are overweight, they assume that every problem is directly related to your weight. Yes. They always assume, like, well, just lose weight. Like, Like my mom tore, when my mom tore her ACL, it was literally because she was cheering for a horse race and popped up too quick. And the the first doctor who diagnosed her told her, oh, you're putting too much pressure on your knee because of your weight. And my father cussed the the doctor out. He's like, bro, no, that's not it. That's literally not it. We're here on an emergency. So, it's those type of things. And yeah, there are some health concerns that are related to weight, right? We're not discarding that. But we can talk about the, we, when we get our health professional on, we are going to have an episode where we talk about the discrimination that is the healthcare field. We're going to, trust me, that's been in the tuck for a while now. But I just, I, I want there to be. Every scientist needs to take an ethics class. Every scientist needs to take a, a women's uh, studies class, a, a, a uh, black history class like because some of you Y'all niggas who at- only have studied the science and not have studied people are doing some foul ass shit i saw a dating app that said we're going to match people by dna in order to try to eradicate uh birth defects like excuse me that racist ass shit like and so and this is this is deeper than Lizzo, right because the reason why i'm not counting the the, the backlash that lizzo has gotten as fat phobic is because I personally can see what is actually fat phobic. Yes. Like we make jokes all the time. But like you live I, in that show. I live that shit. Yes. So that's why I'm like if I'm saying like, look, like, yes, there is a minority of people who critic that the criticisms of her are purely in fat phobia. However, and we even fat shame the people who fat shame. Like, how many times have we seen some some poor, unsuspecting man? Say some comments, and next thing you know, it's just like, is that you and your Abby? <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you because There's a lot one of nigga, time... that's this name, Deuce Altander, whatever the fuck, whenever he says anything, <laughs> all you just see is his back sitting on that bed, <laughs> sitting on that bed, and everyone's like, "Hey, fatty, remember the time you couldn't afford blah 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 blah." First like, of all, some of these men who attack fat, 
a lot of fat men attack fat women. Let's be real. It's self-hate. Let's be real. It's eternalized self-fucking hate. You hate the way you look, so it's okay for you to hate the way I look. Girl, fuck you, first of all. Second of all, no. We're not going to sit here and make it seem like those jokes aren't unwarranted. You should have sat there and ate your food. It's funny to me, right? It's (laughs) it's funny to me that we will do the same thing. That we're that we're making fun of someone else. You know what I mean? Like you, you yeah. feel me? Like it's so, like like you're hey, you're fat shaming. That's bad. So in order to make you feel bad about fat shaming you, I'm gonna fat shame you too. You know what I mean? Like I'm okay with skipping <laughs> question of the day today because niggas ran scared. Niggas ran scary. That's what we so, got. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get to the last topic and then get to some church announcements and we can go the fuck home, friend. Um actually I'm gonna do this one. So I tweeted today and it's funny you chose it as a topic because I too chose it as a topic. But I said, we could have so much fun, but you insist on liking me. I don't want to touch on that. You are becoming your oppressor. Well, because I'm problematic as fuck, apparently. I'm not necessarily... Hey, be- shout, out to, shout out to mommy Dom. Because <laughs> he was not going to let me... He wasn't going to let me live it... Like, he wasn't going to let me walk it off. Like, he wasn't. And y'all niggas just, like... Y'all attacked me. Jokes were had at your expense, yes. But at least my jokes were funny. I will give y'all that. Y'all are some funny ass niggas. So the way I feel about it is this, right? I am meeting. All right. So if you don't know, and I don't know how the fuck you don't know this by now, I am divorced, right? What? That is cra- No, I kind of forget I was married. <laughs> I do. I- <laughs> <laughs> how could I forget? Bro, like. No, wait, y'all what? forget I'm married. So I was married before. So it's like, yeah, like. I, I I did that dumbass shit. There's two things I can really can't believe my friends let me do. Y'all niggas let me have a child and you let me get married. I didn't know you when you went <laughs> when I was pregnant. No, so. but like there are friends that like I've had for ten plus years that did, and they were like, "Bro, you really pushed the kid out." Like we didn't talk you out of that shit at all. And then I have other friends that like nobody pulled me to the side and was like, "Alex, are you sure?" Like, ma'am, like, are you sure? Sure. Reconsider. Reconsider. Read sure on the subject, and none of y'all did that shit. So anyway, so. I'm divorced and I'm on the, the later side of 20s. I'm, put, I'm closer to 30 than I am 21, right? And so the men that I meet, and I, of course, I like older men. So if they aren't married, haven't been married, they're looking forward to marriage and children, right? So again, we're talking about consequences of your actions, the consequences of you liking older men and also you, your rule because of. Because young men are fucking dumb. But, but, also, but also mixed with your rule on dating men with kids and men with baby mothers. I, the the piggins are slim with me. So right? so 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 vast. This is what you get left. Right. So for me, it's like I'm meeting men that are in like their settled down phase of life. They're ready to like come home to the same pussy, the same routine, the same kids, the same loud ass, obnoxious ass wife. They're ready to come home to that shit, right? And a lot of these men think it's me. Now this is where I'm not gonna let you tap dance out of this without taking some accountability for your own actions wait a minute i wasn't finished finish and if i don't hear what i want to hear i'm gonna let you have it continue the thing about it is that there uh, you know there's maybe one or two that like i could really really see it happening with and i can't see it sit here and pretend that like the investment of time and energy isn't there i can't sit here and pretend like i don't like them back they're like I. oh that's funny i Uh uh-huh yeah use your words i'm gonna fuck with you 
Go keep keep talking before I let the chopper spray. Go ahead. So, you know, feeling ditto, sis. Anyway, <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. Um, but like I said, I'm meeting men in like the time of their life where like they're really to settle down, and I'm just not there yet. Like I'm just I'm not. If I'm being completely honest, because if I was there, it would be a no brainer. Of course, this makes sense. You plus I completely makes sense let's do this let's walk hand in hand to the fucking sunset let's live happily ever after i will push out in a kid and a half kid and impossible for you i was like how do we have half a kid it's but... a kid and impossible i have one more pregnancy in me and like these men want multiple kids and it's like nah you don't have to carry this child you don't know what it feels like to be pregnant so you're pre- really hoping for twins i got you on twins if the next pregnancy is not fucking twins you're gonna take whatever little shithead crotch fruit ass bastard decides to walk his ass out of my vagina and that's it i ain't got it and as a matter of fact for the first three years that's gonna be your baby because i'm not potty training changing diapers waking up in the middle of the night either i've already paid my dues my nigga i'm gonna be a deadbeat mom until he goes to school preschool i got you that's gonna be your fucking kid i'm not doing it and when you wake up to your head getting knocked off your shoulders nigga I will be real rested when it fucking happens because I'm not doing it. Anyway, so, and these niggas really want to put a baby in my deadbeat ass. Bro, kiddo belongs to the fucking streets as is, and you want to be me, the mother of your fucking child? No. Anyway, but like, like I said, there isn't like some magical man that's just going to appear and be like, Alex, you ain't got no worries. It's time. It's time. He'll start talking to you like James R. Jones. <laughs> Take my hand. Let's lead you to the ancestral plane of love. That's not going to happen, <laughs> bro. It's not going to fucking happen, bro. You gonna start talking like what? Are the, oh, yeah, girl. I know you've been waiting a long time. If that was the case, honestly, knowing y'all know who I'm currently dating, right? If that was the case, I'd be married and pregnant right now. If that was the case, I'm not ready because honestly, my instincts aren't to choose relationship. It's not. I am petrified. Petr- I am scared. And I'm not saying that like in a hyperbole statement. I am scared of losing my options. I am scared of losing my independence. I am scared of not being able to like grab my shit and be out when I don't want to deal with nothing no more because that's not relationship that's not how a relationship works. I'm scared of not being purposely selfish without questions. I'm, I am scared of giving that shit the fuck up. You are not better than my solitude. And I'm not saying that to like, I don't want anybody to take that personal when I say that. But I have worked a very, I have worked very, 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 very hard to get to the point where my solitude is like being alone makes sense to me. And I'm finally comfortable being in that space. And you want me to share it because you have the audacity, gall, and, 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 sense to like me i wonder why he likes you me too no because here's the thing and i ain't hear what i want to say i might let you i might let your ass have it so all of that is valid trust me i am the king of situationships i am why can't you just like like the fuck out of me why can't you just why can't you just like me why must i mean excuse me why can't you just have some fun why do you have to like me too so why because it's a we have to take responsibility for the way our actions influence others. Right? How many times have we talked about like don't do relationship shit if you if that's not what you're going for? Or like or like making sure we have active communication on both sides of like 
where we stand, making sure that we have. There's a shorty in particular. I loved what we had going on. He's just a fucking dick. But like, so we have to take responsibility. And so in my year long situationships, yes, there are times where like we were acting like boyfriend and girlfriend. And like when shorty caught feelings or shorty was like, what's up? I can't. I can't just be like, oh, you tripping. You knew what it was. Like, no, because my actions told something different than my words. And so we have to make sure that our words and our actions are lining up with what we say that we want. So if I know I am not in a space to be in a committed, monogamous relationship with you, I have to make sure my actions are also consistent with my message. And words are actions. I have this conversation constantly and then, with the men that I'm dating. And but and I but then we times that with some of the actions and here's why here's why I know you. I know you. You are a whole ass trick ass romantic ass simp ass nigga when you like somebody. And when you and so Yo, I'm not going to hold you. The markings of me liking you is like I go out of my way for you. And so you're... If or you, I turn into a whole pick-me when I really like a man. And so... so It's actually disgusting. So, by your words, you turn into a whole pick-me ass woman when you like me because, you know, we, we're, we've established some sort of rapport that you like me and then I... You already know what type of time I'm on because I've told you, like, hey, like, I really think I'm, you know, looking for a relationship at this point. You turn to a whole pick-me ass woman during the talking stage and then when I'm like, so relationship question mark? You tell you act like I'm tripping because I'm going off of the actions that you've shown me. Here's the thing. Do I like you back? Because all right, for instance, the way that I show appreciation and love or affection of anything is acts of service. Me going out of my way is how I show my love for people, right? Did I ever verbalize that I like you back? Did I ever tell you that I like you back? Did I ever tell, like, how do you know without a shot of a doubt? Because I'm never, I, I don't strike anybody as the kind of woman who bites their tongue. So how do you know that I actually fucking like you? So, so you're telling, you're telling the, me, you're telling this audience that the actions, the pick me actions that you do is not a sign of you actually liking the nigga back. Okay. Yes. However, I can like you, right? Mm-hmm. And also spare your feelings by not entering a relationship, committed relationship with you. Because that takes emotional accountability that I'm not in the space. You know what's crazy? All right. I'm getting ready to sound like a bitch. And I'm getting ready to get dragged. Oh, I'm getting ready to get dragged. Shorty was having a meltdown crisis about a very sensitive situation. I'm going to leave off wax. Right. And because of the headspace I was currently in, I couldn't take on his 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 issue the way that Alex, like the emotional supportive friend would have. Like you need a friend to Alex and I didn't have it to give. I actually was in the middle of like having really severe panic attacks. Me and my, I couldn't get in to see my therapist. So like I, I, I really was just going through it mentally. And then you call me and you're in the middle of your own storm, right? And you're somebody that I'm dating and interested in. So I'm always going to make space for you, but I didn't have it to give. So the little bit of emotional support that I had was like crumbs, bro. And I gave it to you because that's literally all I had. Like crumbs to you is a loaf of bread to me right now. Like you're asking me for a lot. And I gave it to you. And so I'm sitting on the phone and I'm noticing myself get irritated. Like I don't, I don't have patience for this conversation. 
but I'm trying to. I am fucking trying. And that's how I know I wasn't ready. Because in a relationship, not saying that my mental health has to check, like when I'm checked out mentally, that I have to check in because my partner needs me. But yeah, you do. And yeah, you can't be that fucking selfish. And if you're mental, like, that could have been uh, an easy, like, hey, I just need to vent to my girlfriend real quick. And girlfriend Alex is not going to turn you away because I'm having my own mental health crisis. And I have to be present for that in, in ways that I may not always have available. I'm not ready. So this is where... Or I like sleeping alone. I like sleeping like a star in the middle of my fucking bed and rolling over naked and being and wrapping myself in all my covers, right? I also enjoy being held and, and wanting and craving intimacy and physical touch. I like the option to opt out without hurting somebody's fucking feelings because your girlfriend doesn't feel like cuddling right now. Or my option is always to be left the fuck alone. And folks haven't mastered the art of being alone together. We can literally be sitting in the same room doing two different things and quality time to me, baby. This nigga's over here. He's in my space. He's having fun. He's doing his thing. I'm in my phone. I, and honestly, I could be planning things. You could be working, whatever. And we're in the same physical space. We didn't ate. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw my leg over you or something. And niggas love the leg. Y'all love that leg shit. But you know what I'm saying? And to me, I'll be satisfied, completely satisfied. Shorty wants to be all over me. I don't like that all the time. I'm also not huge about PDA. I, ugh. Holding my hand in a forehead kiss is probably as PDA-ish as Alex will get. When I'm sober. Because drunk Alex needs all the love. She needs all of it. No comment. Relax. But, so, here's the responsibility that you have, right? Uh, we have, resp- and yes, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Running scared. So, if you know that... Your end goal and his end goal right now are two different end goals. You got to cut bait. Mm-mm. You would tell me to cut bait. I absolutely would. So, okay. So, on wax, you know that you're wrong now. All right. Because here's the thing. I had to cut bait. I, I Listen, it it was a conversation I did not look forward to having. It was a conversation that didn't I didn't want to have, but I knew I had to have it because otherwise I was this this poor young woman was going to continue to fall down the path of like loving me and when I just didn't have that same level of love for her. So I had to had a nut up, had to buckle up, had to like, look, shorty, I can't we what you want ain't gonna happen. So you're telling me that I gotta cut shorty off? If if you cannot see yourself in what he wants, yes. Oh, this one finna hurt. It, it yes, it does. It hurts. It hurts like a bitch. This one finna hurt. It hurts like a bitch. Trust me, I know. <laughs> but I'm gonna let y'all know how this goes because I need to have this conversation before Christmas. That way, he gets an opportunity to take all my shit back, please. Because I I would have a problem accepting gifts from somebody under pretenses that aren't mutually understood. That's why I had to do it when I had to do it because like birthdays was coming up, and I was like hers and all that shit i was like mm. oh nigga i gotta send a we need to talk <sighs> don't y'all need to talk we do december 26th <laughs> <sighs> all right signing off um <laughs> no nah, listen 
But like, yeah, like if you if 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 your end game and his end game don't match, and you don't see yourself matching that end game and yours, you gotta. Go. The the longer you let it rock, the more it's gonna be. You want me to start 2020 accountable? Yes, yes, Nagato. Okay, this your girl Ali Nicole. <laughs> So, um, church announcements. Our our live show is December nineteenth. We watch out for the flyer that we will be posting very very soon. Very soon. Um, our shirts Loki sold out. <laughs> our show. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all this. We were halfway sold out two days after we dropped. We dropped this t shirt a week ago, and we are we're sold out. After after tonight, if you guys didn't get it in by three p.m. today, we are sold out of merchandise. If but if you're if you're hearing this, it's too late. Right. So I love y'all and thank y'all. Like Jesus Christ. On this note, I'm gonna sign out. It's your girl Ali Nicole. It's your boy C Diddy. We are out. Peace. I'm going to stop my spot, you caught a vibe, shooting